Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Ready for a redo and love this year? Ready to take all those lessons of the past and burn the books, so to speak? Ready to finally let go of all of your blocks to love? Tune in to find out why now is the perfect time to create a new, healthy pattern in love from an open and strong heart. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to talk today about getting a fresh start, a redo for some of you, and a revamp in your love life because it's spring and this is the time when everything is blooming and when everything is blooming and growing and we're planting seeds and some of those seeds are blossoming and some of those seeds aren't blossoming. But if you've ever felt stuck in your love life or if you look back at what's happened so far in 2019 and you're like, what the heck happened? You know, maybe you were dating someone and then it didn't last. Or maybe you haven't really gotten started with your love life yet this year. You've been putting your energy into work or into your fitness or other things. Or maybe you feel like you've been repeating the same pattern and it feels a little bit like Groundhog's Day. You're like, what is happening now? So if you've ever felt like you want to change your love life, you're not exactly sure how, I want to tell you about the best way to create a fresh start and a redo. Because the problem that I most likely see or that I most often see is that people are either totally living in the past. They're still pining over an ex. They're still beating themselves up over a mistake they made. They're still thinking about, you know, well, this guy treated me this way and this guy isn't. They're still in the you know comparison game. Or we're putting all of our energy into the future, like everything is going to be fine in the future, but we're not actually taking the lessons of the past. So many of you know there's this thing called attachment style, and attachment style just means how we bond, how we make relationships. And this gets formed when we're really young. And so when you're really young, depending on the parenting that you had around you or the community and the guidance you had around you, you either bonded um, really anxiously with your caregiver, like a lot of anxiety that they might leave. There's a fear of rejection, a fear of abandonment, or you bonded very securely where you were safe with people and safe by yourself, or you bonded in a more uh, avoidant attachment style, which means that connection feels scary, intimacy feels overwhelming, and there's a fear of engulfment. So we're all somewhere on that spectrum, and we can shift this, we can change this, but most of us are not aware of it, and so we keep repeating the same patterns from the past. Even if the person seems different, how many of you feel like you just rush in, like just go really fast and get your heart or your emotions or sometimes even your body ahead of yourself, even though you know that you shouldn't be doing that, should, you know, even though you know that maybe that's a little too fast, it's just like the body chemistry takes over. Or how many of you have pretty thick walls and they protect you and they do a good job, but you don't necessarily let the right person in and so you feel like it's years or, or sometimes even decades since you've had a relationship or especially since you've had a good relationship. So the good news is it doesn't have to take forever to change these patterns and it doesn't have to take forever to create a fresh start. But you need to find that balanced approach where you're not pining over people in the past or beating yourself up or up over people in the past, but you're not living so far in the future that you're not taking the gifts from the past into the future with keen awareness and insight. 
And there's a lot of different ways that you can do this, a lot of processes that I'm not going to go into today, where you can get total clarity on your past and move forward with peace, and where you can start to build a beautiful vision for your future. So imagine what it would feel like to have a fresh start with your existing relationship or with a future relationship if you're single. Like in my body, I feel that sense of freshness is being, being really light in my chest, being open in my chest and in my heart. It feels like a sense of possibility and openness and delight instead of what would feel like the opposite, which would be doubt my, my shoulders are crunching or fear or worry or overwhelm or feeling like I'm not enough. So the body leaves signals, the body leaves cues. And this is where most dating and love and relationship people get it wrong is because they think it's all about just the mind. Just visualize your partner and he'll appear. Well, if that works, then everyone would be in a perfect relationship right now. But relationships take work. They're about creating physical space with someone intimately. And if you live together and the rituals and habits that you create and how you live your lives together, and there's so much messy stuff that can come up. And so if we're just in our mind and we're not integrating our body, we're not thinking of our past conditioning, our past patterning, those attachment styles. And if we're also in this place of, I'm going to say superiority, like I work with my women on becoming a queen, but not from a place of condescending or emasculating or thinking that you're better than. I posted something on my personal page on Facebook earlier today that was a shared post. Um, one of my friends had shared it and it was about, you know, the self-love thing can sometimes be taken so far where we develop an ego about it. Well, if they're not serving me, then I'm going to move on. And we almost develop this relational ego where we think they need to be meeting my need and they, ne they need to be perfect basically for me to want to be with them. But I don't, I don't think that we need to be cycling through a different relationship every few weeks or every few months or every few years in order to have a really fulfilling and rewarding life. I don't think people should stay in relationships that aren't serving them. But if you're in a relationship and you want it to be deeper and stuff is coming up, you're getting triggered or you're feeling fear or you're going through emotions, it's actually a good sign. It means that you're processing as long as you do so in a healthy way that honors you and honors your partner. So I love that symbol of the infinity sign. You know, it's kind of the same. Um, it is the same sign that a hummingbird makes with its wings. And the hummingbird is the messenger of joy. And the infinity sign, I feel, is a perfect example of a relationship. So you have, you know, it's expanding, it's getting broader, and you're still coming back and connecting, but you also have your own interests, your own um, energies, your own pursuits in life, but you still have this point of connection. So you have those interdependent relationships. And so many of us, we need this fresh start because we either get so attached to our partner that if they're not being perfect all the time, we either want to leave or we want to shame them or we want to judge them because they're not serving us. Or we get so entrenched and so attached to our own lives being single that we forget about the spiritual growth and the amazingness of partnering with someone and letting them be a mirror and also letting them hold space for you. So I personally feel there's only so much we can do on our own on our spiritual path, in our careers, you know, with our health, with, with our community, anything that we want to create in the world is going to be amplified when we do so in relationship because they're the other person is adding more energy, adding more fuel and also adding more insight and also adding more probably material for you to work through and to come up. And this doesn't mean that you have to be processing forever. That relationship needs to be messy or like down in the dumps or rah, rah. Like Jason and I have had the best relationship ever and it's gotten even better. The last few months have just been like bliss. I'm so proud of him and respect him and excited for us. And we have lots of passion and chemistry and you know, all of those things that I'm not going to share on this video. Um, but part of it is because we had to work through our challenges. I have an anxious attachment style. He has an avoidant attachment style. We had to both learn to become more secure. We went through the miscarriage together last fall, which was challenging. 
went through some job changes he did as I was, you know, doing some things with my work as well. And so lots of different things were percolating, but now it feels like it's smooth sailing, at least for a while until our next band of growth or next evolution of growth comes online and we, and we work through those challenges. But to me, there's nothing more enriching and there's nothing more rewarding because when our relationship is solid, everything else in my life feels so much more fulfilling and so much more supported because I have someone that I can talk to about it. I have someone who's cheering me on. I have someone that I can anchor to throughout my day as a place to get love and connection and freedom and growth and possibility. So imagine what it would be like if you could have your best life ever that you're living right now, but that it's even more rewarding and even more high impact. So when you have a really beautiful love, it touches other people in the community It inspires them. It creates connections. It creates fun, you know, parties and entertaining and things to do together. And so I think that relationship is one of the biggest service, biggest acts of service, biggest spiritual service that we can offer the planet, not only because it is it a crucible for us working through our own stuff, but it's an offering to the rest of humanity and we can create so much more with the person. So I get super fired up about creating a fresh start within a relationship. And then of course, if you're, if you're dating or if you're single, creating a fresh start within yourself where you feel that perfect balance in the present moment where you're excited about the future, you've gained the lessons from the past and you're moving forward forward with a lot of certainty. Now there's a difference between masculine certainty and feminine certainty for me and in my body anyway. I I think of masculine certainty as like the conqueror, you know, the person who's like raw. It's just like their chest is lifted and they're about to take on the world. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. I love having that like boss babe power and we all need that. But feminine certainty to me feels a little bit different. It feels about the art of the tease, the mystery, the seduction, knowing that like, well, of course I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a playfulness, a little bit of emotion that feels more lateral to me and more connected to my hips, still with an open heart than the, I'm going to take on the world. So as you're getting this fresh start, especially if you're watching this, consider the masculine elements of you, consider the feminine elements of you, consider how those play together in the, in the world and internally and how they affect your relationships. And can you blend both of them because what we need is is confidence in ourselves and trust in ourselves but with the vulnerability to be in relationship with other to be reflected back to by others and to be in in that communion that allows us to really reach new places within ourselves and affect other people in the world so if this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to book a call with me or someone from my team to just take a look at, you know, what hasn't worked in the past? What do you want to do differently? What are the patterns that are getting in the way, such as maybe your attachment style or still trying to get over an ex? And then what do you want in the future? Like if those things were addressed and you had a fresh start, what would that look like and feel like? What would your relationship do for you and, and for the planet? And what sort of partnership are you willing to do the work for? Because you have to pick a partner that you're like, you know what, when it gets tough, I'm willing to do the work for this person. I love them so much. I respect them so much. I value them so much that I'm willing to really do the work. And I think that's where a lot of people get frustrated, especially women. And that sometimes it feels like we're more willing to do the work than men are. It feels like sometimes that we're more willing to go to couples counseling or sign up for a great course or, you know, read a book or watch a video. And it, the story is, you know, that men are less likely to do that. It's not necessarily true, but men make commitment differently than women make commitment and they need to make these micro commitments. So one way to know if someone is serious about personal growth and development and the relationship is to talk about some of these micro commitments, listening to a podcast together, reading a book together, watching a video together, signing up for a course together, or going to see a couples counselor, all of those things. And if they're like, no, then they're not willing to put in the work. And I'm not saying you should leave, but it'd be a good opportunity to get curious. Like, 
what scares them about that? You know, is there a part of them that feels like, oh, I don't need that? Or is there a part of them that feels terrified that they're going to discover there's a part of them that still needs to, to grow and evolve? And that can feel scary sometimes. But when someone really cherishes you and values you and respects you, there's nothing they won't do in a healthy way, you know, to make the relationship better because the relationship is just an extension of themselves. So anyway, I invite you to book a call with us at violetlang.com forward slash talk. If you would like to get a fresh start in love, to integrate your patterns from the past in a healthy way and to create a really beautiful, brilliant future, and you can book those free 45-minute calls. We only have a few spots each week, so you want to sign up for that soon because we have about 30 or 40 women reaching out to us to connect because they get so much value from these sessions. Violetlang.com forward slash talk. And my offering to you today is to consider, are you living in the past are you living in the present or are you living in the future? And can you be living primarily in the present with a gift of, of devotion to yourself and to your partner with either feminine or masculine certainty that you are becoming and you are truly a person of love who's going to create a beautiful relationship and not feel like you always have to be changing partners in order to do that. So I will speak with all of you very soon. I hope you have a beautiful week. Mwah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free breakthrough to love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.